Being in business for yourself can be scary. Get small business savvy with Maureen and Crystal. With 24 years of experience between them, join as they discuss how to work hard and work smart. Hello, solopreneurs. Welcome back to Small Business Savvy. And today we are talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, which is self-care for the solopreneur. And uh, full disclosure, I live in Wisconsin where the winter has been particularly rough. I know it's Wisconsin. We should expect snow. We should expect cold. But this year has been brutal. So between that and kind of a grueling work schedule, I find myself facing overwhelm in a huge way this year. How about you, Crystal? How are you doing with this winter? You've had it rough out in Washington, too. Absolutely. That's why I was just going to say no judgment over here on the West Coast, because as much as, you know, we get we get kind of made fun of for it because we're not used to this at all. And we've had one heck of a winter and it has been nuts. And I'm with you. It has been a very much of an effect on feelings, emotions, just even just generally being able to have good lighting to take photos, for goodness sake, when you're in a crunch, you know, those kind of things and all that kind of stuff can definitely affect you. So it's been I, I was I had a really rough 2018. And I was hoping that 2019 was going to kind of I feel like I've been saying this since like 2017, like next year, next year, next year. And I feel like so far it's been, it's been definitely some bumpy roads. Absolutely. Yeah. This is, yeah. 2018 was, I'm hearing that from a lot of people, but yeah, it was rough over here too. You know, we had illness in the family. We had a death in the family and, you know, work was, was continuing to grow, which is a good thing, but it just felt at some points like everything was being piled on and, I, I feel like I'm just much more in tune right now with the fact that I am, I'm, I don't want to say I'm nearing a breaking point, but it, it's starting to feel like, okay, something has got to give. Like, I really need to to be conscious of this and make sure it doesn't get to the point where I w- myself wind up getting sick or something like that. So, um, and you know, that I think is, is a large part of the whole self-care picture is is getting an accurate take on, is this a temporary thing or is this something that is, is going to linger? And, you know, when, when you have a death in the family or you have someone in your family that's ill and you're taking care of them, hopefully that's a temporary thing. And you kind of just got to put your nose down and, and get through it. And there are still things you can do to take care of yourself, but at least it's something that you go, okay, we're going to be on the other side of this and, and, and things will go back to somewhat to normal as opposed to something that you say, okay, no, this is going to be ongoing. So if your business just grows exponentially and you're feeling overwhelmed, you don't want that to go away. You want your business to continue to grow. But the way you're going to deal with that is going to be a little bit different than the way you deal with, you know, a temporary, oh my gosh, this is the winter that won't end. And I think I have seasonal affective disorder and, you know, that kind of a thing. So I think probably the the, the first step is to, to identify what is it that's causing the overwhelm? Is it a temporary thing or is it a more, a more permanent thing? Absolutely. I agree 110% because... Definitely something that's temporary. You know, you've got to give yourself. Don't be like, don't be like Crystal here. You need to give, (laughs) (laughs) you need to give yourself a little bit of a break when things are temporary. And actually, you know, some people, I don't know about, about you, but I'm the type of personality that when something happens in my life, whether it be a sickness, a death in the family, uh, something to that nature, I tend to throw myself harder into work. And that's not necessarily always the best of ideas. Um, I think it is better to, 
take a step back and assess, okay, this is a temporary thing. This is something I need to deal with in the here and now and be present in. So that way, once it's I'm over that hurdle, I can put myself 110% back into my projects. So I think it's a very good idea to assess that. Now, when it comes to an ongoing problem, and these are things like we were just saying where you, you know, your social media is getting out of control, or perhaps something is happening on your back end that you cannot do yourself, you need to start looking for outsourcing. And outsourcing can be things like hiring a virtual assistant, possibly an intern for your business on, you know, things like maybe you hire an intern to handle your social media accounts or your blog or whatever the, the case might be. Maybe you need a copywriter, a proofreader, and those things are really important. But you also kind of get hung up a little bit too, where you have to also understand what are your state laws about employment status? Because I know here in Washington, <laughs> uh, they could definitely be very vast, especially when you start getting LLCs involved and incorporating and all that other jazz. It can definitely. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good conversation to have with um, your accountant or if you have a, a business lawyer that you trust that you want to make sure that you're not setting up a situation where you now have an employee and you're responsible for filing paperwork on that employee or providing benefits for that employee. So you really want to talk to someone who knows something about setting up an independent contractor type relationship so that you're not creating actually more stress for yourself when tax time comes and you find out you've set it up all wrong. Absolutely. 110% because it's, yeah, yeah. It, it can definitely be a little nerve wracking, but there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot of different places that you can go to ask for that and get that information. So when you're trying to hire these different people, something I was thinking that that would be a really good thing to touch on really fast is like if you want to hire a virtual assistant and those kind of things, they are very vast out there now. Virtual assistants are very, very popular right now, especially with digital media being such a huge thing. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them just Googling virtual assistant and those kind of things. Uh, I recommend, you know, if you are somewhere in the social media realm of things and you have networks, you know, maybe talk to your network because sometimes they can have good recommendations on those kind of things. So they're not hard to find. Don't be intimidated. Oh my gosh, you know, I have to hire somebody out. Oh my goodness. How do I find this? It's, it's, it's easy to do. It's very easy to do in this day and age. And if you're not familiar with what a, a VA or a, vir a virtual assistant is, it's basically somebody that you contact through the web um, and they do whatever kind of work for you. There are social media virtual assistants. There are um, writers that are VAs. So it, you don't necessarily have to be tied down to where you are. They're not going to come to an office. It's more like a relationship where you're going to be sending them work. They will complete it on their end. And you, you sometimes never meet. Mm, exactly. Exactly. So if if things now let's kind of touch on we, we've talked about things of where if they're really ongoing and I truly, truly encourage you to really assess it if it's ongoing and don't, again, don't be like Crystal where you have to like, where you feel like you, you have to be the person wearing all the hats. You know, it's okay to assess that. It's okay to kind of divide that, that work. Something that a, a boss told me many, many years ago that has really stuck with me my whole life is that it's fantastic when you're resourceful and you can do so many different things. But if you're only giving 80% of yourself into each task and not 100%, you're really not giving that task the attention that it needs and not giving it the quality that it deserves. So think about that. 
and put it out there if you need to. Now, things that are temporary, what are when a sickness happens or a death happens in the family? Um, how do you get over that? You know, we all go through personal things. And I think I mean, I maybe I'm speaking for both of us out of turn here. But for me, Maureen, when as a creative person, somebody who writes, somebody who photographs, when I'm going through personal stuff, it really seeps into my work, I feel Mm -hmm. like. I really feel like it does. So what are some things that we can do to help get over these temporary hurdles in our lives of real life situations? And one of those things is just get away. (laughs) Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Me too. Me too. Absolutely. You know, get a weekend somewhere, get a hotel somewhere, go out with your husband, go with your girlfriends, your spouse, your partner, whatever the case might be, and get yourself out there. Because I feel like when you just get yourself out of the trenches and out of the situation and just out of the house of where this stuff is happening. It's going to help you kind of get your creative boost back. It's going to help you get yourself back. It's going to help you get your groove back. Yeah. I've been known even sometimes to book a hotel and just go work there for a night, you know, without distractions, without all of the people, you know, can you do this? Can you take, you know, just take a minute and do this. And, um, even if it's, you know, if it's not necessarily a relaxing getaway, just being somewhere else where I can concentrate 100% on what I need to do, it helps me catch up and that helps alleviate the stress as well. Plus, you know, room, room service is great. I was just going to say, I'm like, honey, I'm going to take a vacation this week. I'm going away. Just FYI. That's a great idea. I've never done that, but that's a great idea. That I actually, I'll attend like the schools around here have their, um, you know, their like elementary school auctions. And a lot of times they'll have a night away at a local, I mean, and I'm talking like hotels that are in the same town that I live in, but they'll have a night away for, you know, it'll go for 40 or $50 and they've got a swimming pool. They've got an attached restaurant with room service and they're great modern places that have a nice work area. And that is like that to me, that is one of the best business business expenses ever is just, you know, one night or one day away and I can concentrate a hundred percent on what I want to do. So that's so important. So important to take care of yourself. Another thing I love is um, getting a massage because I carry all of my stress and all of my tension in my shoulders. And I will all of a sudden realize that my shoulders are up around my ears because I'm like so stressed out And I don't always have time to go to the spa and get, you know, the full experience with the essential oils and the music. And but our mall has um, and a a couple of the malls in the area have a um, a shop where you can just go in. They have chairs, you know, chair massages set up and you can get a 15 minute head, neck, shoulder massage for like, I think it's $18 for 15 minutes. And it is the best remedy for me to get all of that out of my shoulders so that I can breathe and stand up straight again. And it's not a huge investment in time because you're not spending all that time getting into the bathrobe and doing the whole quiet room and all that, but it gets the job done. So I love going to the spa. I will do a facial. I will do a facial massage combo. But if things are really, really busy and I don't have time for that, I do have time to pop down to my local mall and pop in for, you know, 15 minutes and get 
and get my shoulders worked on so that at least I'm not in pain anymore. <laughs> that's a great idea. That's perfect because I know that's kind of one of the things I think as, as solopreneurs, we always are concerned about time. You know, oh, mm -hmm. I'm wasting my time. I should be writing a post. I should be marketing to whatever, you know, those kind of things. We forget that it's okay to take those 18 minutes. It's not going to really change yep. anything. You probably are spending 18 minutes you know, scrolling through Facebook. So use it, exactly. use it wisely, use it wisely. Another thing that, and this is what I like to do. I, I like to go to our local movie theater. We have a local movie theater that's actually not even attached to uh, anything like Fandango or Regal or anything. They're just their own private little theater and it's quiet and it's nice. And just go to a movie and really shut your brain off. Just stop. Just like focus on what's going on in the movie and let yourself go for a little bit. The, the, you're able to turn the cell phone off, the phone doesn't ring, nothing, notifications aren't going off, and just sit back and enjoy some darn good popcorn and <laughs> enjoy a movie. It's, it's a, that's another, or, that's or even like read do. a book. You know, if yes. you're not a movie person and you're able to get lost in a book and not a business book, you need to get like, you know, a romance novel or whatever it is that you enjoy, <laughs> a sci-fi book. Um, I, I've been known to curl up in the back in the corner of our local library because, you know, if I try and read a book here, you know, the phone rings, the dog needs to go out, the dishes are calling me. So I love going to the library and just kind of curling up in the back. They have some really super comfy chairs. Nobody knows I'm there and just getting lost in a good book for a while. I think we're kind of seeing a pattern, too, as solopreneurs. A lot of us work from home. A lot of us, a lot of us mm -hmm. are at home and our office is the same exact place. And that is a lot of pressure in one area. It is, you know, especially if you've got children or animals or loved ones that you care for, those kind of things on top of it. There's a lot of noise going on in, in your, your domain. So removing yourself from that and enjoying it is super helpful. And we, that kind of brings us also to like having a hobby, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. you like to run or crafting, you know, you can even I know our local library does a lot of crafting meet, meetups and things like that, where they'll have like writers groups, or they'll have uh, quilting cool. groups. Yeah, you know, so you can go and do that. Or if you're into a sport, you know, look at your local county as well. A lot of counties have websites where they offer for six weeks, They'll have a softball team and it's $40. You know, you can go play softball. You can go do basketball or whatever, those kind of things. Get yourself out there. Find something that you enjoy that isn't necessarily a part of your job. You know, I love photography. It's one of my favorite things. It is what I consider a hobby as well. But sometimes it can be work for me. So mm -hmm. I need to kind of reignite that passion with my camera. And I like to go and I'll find like at my local community college or my library or my local county website, I will find sometimes photography classes that I can take for six weeks where I'm going and I'm taking pictures of birds, you know, or something. <laughs> so that has, I, it's, I'm enjoying my camera again, but I'm not taking pictures of plated food constantly that can sometimes become mundane. Right, right. And I, I know I find the busier I get, the more I skimp on rest. And I am, I can be a night owl and really work it's tempting because everyone's in bed and it's quiet and I feel like I can get more work done. But the problem is I still have to get up first thing in the morning when everyone else gets up. So I wind up 
shortchanging my rest. And I really noticed with myself that that compounds the stress. I don't deal with the stress as well. I'm not thinking as clearly. So one of my 2019 resolutions, and I generally don't do resolutions, but this one I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. So I am really, really trying to get myself to bed at a decent hour. And if something needs to be done, setting aside time in the morning to do it, as opposed to saying, well, I'm going to tack it on to the end of my day. Um, the more tired I get, the more likely I am to get sick. And that also just kind of compounds the whole the whole problem. Absolutely. I think getting enough rest is a big one for us. I think that's probably, if not the number one issue that solopreneurs have. I know for me, that's a big thing. I have to actually find myself using my do not disturb on my phone now at night. Yep. So yep. So I stop getting those notifications. And I have to I, I actually have it timed to where it sets at like eight o'clock every single night. That's it. It's over. It's done. Good night, you know, kind of thing. And because I'm one of those people that we don't have a house phone. So I'm they're like, don't put your phone in your bedroom. Yeah, I know this, but I panic yeah. if I don't have a phone near me, just in case an emergency or whatever. So and those early morning calls that there's no school that we've been getting every other day here. <laughs> I was gonna say you guys go through that a lot so oh my god not usually but this year yes <laughs> right right so you know so it's those there there are options outside of that as well and I think yeah tacking it on as well to the next morning you know I try to block my days as much as possible utilize the to-do list it's okay to put it for the mm -hmm. next morning if it can wait and speaking of like to-do list this is funny I actually have this on my blocking <laughs> where eating well and eating well to me also involves drinking enough water. Okay, this is your reminder, yes. go get some water and drink your water. Uh, I actually have it in my block of days where I block out my days. This is some this is a technique that I that I learned from um, a blogger out there called mom break Erica is her name. And she blocks out her days by like, me time in the morning work time, you know, those kind of things. And I actually have in all of my blocks, drink water, eat a healthy snack, eat an apple, like, I'm very specific mm -hmm. with it. Because I just run on a schedule. That's just, that's how I run. That's my type A personality. So eating well is something I have to constantly remind myself to do because I can easily get up. And as I'm writing, photographing, whatever, I could start mindlessly snacking on the kids' go-gurt in the refrigerator or eating the, I'll get so busy that I forget to eat lunch and I'm eating the crumbs off of my kid's plate from lunch just to get something in my stomach, you know, those kind of yeah. things. So it's good to remind ourselves to take a minute and eat. It's so important to eat well and have a healthy snack. It's your energy level. You need those in the middle of the day. Absolutely. That is true. That is very true. And there's so many great services now where you can have healthy food delivered to your house or you can meal prep on, you know, if you have a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon where you can meal prep ahead of time and then hopefully you're not scrounging around, you know, on a, a Tuesday afternoon at, at one o'clock trying to find something for lunch. Right, right, exactly. Or, you know, dinner prepping is a big thing for me as well for because the way that our family works, we have a very odd schedule. And so sometimes my husband will arrive home late in the evening. So the whole family dinner aspect for me doesn't always work out as much as I like the idea of my whole family sitting down at the table at 5pm at night. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. So mm -hmm. um Meal planning is a huge one for us as well, I think. It's just to make sure that I'm at least getting it, not only just a healthy meal in my <laughs> my stomach, also in my kids and my husband mm -hmm. and that kind of thing as well. So very important because we can get lost. I get, like you said, it's very tempting sometimes to just sit down and keep working 
because that's yeah. what we do. We're on our own. That's what we do. You know, if we're not doing it, who else is? <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. Well, hopefully these are some ideas for those solopreneurs out there that are starting to feel some of the overwhelm and there will be some something that resonates with you and you'll be able to to use it to hopefully alleviate a little bit of the stress and get things under control. So we appreciate you tuning in. Um, please do leave us a review. If you have a few moments, we would love to feature you on next week's call and shout you out and your review. So make sure you leave any links or social media handles where you might want people to find you. And until next week, remember work hard, work smart. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Small Business Savvy. We would love for you to leave a comment, rating, or share this show with one of your friends. Be sure to check out more at smallbusinesssavvypodcast.com.